Dear passengers, please take good care of your children. Please do not let them run around or chase in the coach or climb up and down the seats. Please keep them away from the train doors and electronic boilers in order to avoid injuries. Thank you for your cooperation. Wish you a pleasant journey. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in for another podcast. I do apologize for the delay in getting this podcast out. How many bikes are there in Beijing? Nine million, apparently. In this episode, we are going to talk about the past two and a half weeks. We've, we're kind of late, aren't we? Actually, into this one. So late. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Rob's just got his hand in his face at the moment. He is genuinely sorry. <laughs> so we're gonna because we we're so far behind. We've um, we're about two and a half weeks behind now, aren't we? So we're going to talk about the last two weeks in Beijing. Followed by Shanghai, followed by uh, where we are currently in Huangshan. Oh, we're trying that as well. We're trying to squeeze as much as that in as we can. Yeah. Um, As well as that, we've got some tasty nibbles for you. So this might be about two hours long. So be prepared (laughs) for a part one and part two episode, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. That's a great shout. So before we start talking about. Um, the traditional Chinese medicine. I just wanted to say about how I was on Obzengaini the last two weeks in Beijing. Um, I basically just wanted to mention the sheer volume of babies that are getting laid left, right, and centre. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> not laid. That's the wrong word. Lane, lane, no, um, born. Um, I was there for a week in in the obstetrics unit and there was like, <laughs> I saw like eight births and whereas a month in, in North Wales, I only saw about four. So It was North Wales though. That puts everything into perspective for you. Not many people go to North Wales to have a child. No. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. Um, yeah, it was good though. I enjoyed it. Anyway, let's move on to the main bit. We're just going to talk about for the last two weeks, in terms of placement. We're going to talk about the traditional. I'm talking about my bit, yeah. Traditional Chinese medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about your bit? Uh, y- yes. Uh, so I was just did neurosurgery. Um, for anyone who hasn't listened to the last week's one, uh, I I love neurosurgery now. Um, and I'm going to be a neurosurgeon. Uh, lol. Just kidding. And then uh, I did geriatrics. You're going to be the housewife to Professor Sanders. (laughs) Um, And then I did geriatrics. uh, Yeah, just went around seeing some elderly people or chatting up elderly people, as I previously might have said in one of the podcasts. It's come true, it's true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, we just went around, did some histories and examinations. I had some case presentations. It was a very well organised week. I was apparently the first person to do geriatric placement um, there. Cool. Cool bit of trivia for you there. 
Right. So on the in the afternoons during this week, we were doing the traditional Chinese medicine. So the first day, Tuesday, we're doing acupuncture, and we're doing some basic principle stuff. And then Wednesday, we were doing the massage, and Thursday, we were doing cupping and what's that fire thing called again? The heat thing. Moxibustion. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, so the um, theory behind uh, traditional Chinese medicine, <laughs> we actually do need to explain that thing as well. If anyone doesn't know what that is, just Google succulent, succulent Chinese meal <laughs> on YouTube uh, and there's a clip there of about two minutes, so this Australian guy. Succulent Chinese meal! We've uh, digressed. Um, yeah, so basically there's two theories behind traditional Chinese medicine and one of them is the yin and yang theory, and that everything has to have a balance. And they, um, the and other one's like a five-point star. On each point, there's a different element of the world. So there's water, metal, fire, wood, and earth. And each one is supposed to symbolise a different thing and is linked to different organs in the body, even though there's not really much link. Like, well, there's... Um, We've written it down. The We've... earth is linked to the spleen and the stomach. Metal is linked to lungs and intestines. Water is linked to kidneys and blood, which I guess there is sort of a link there. Wood is linked to liver and gallbladder. And fire is linked to the small intestines and the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, in, it's just fascinating how, like, several thousands of years ago that this is... Um, what they believed in and um, something they still practice at the moment. Yeah. Uh, when when they were when we were in the clinic, they, the doctors there were sort of taking the pulse. Well, we thought they were taking the pulse, but then um, they uh, later on explained that they were putting three fingers over the pulse, but then they were actually with each finger, um, they were feeling different sort of organs um, and the whole sort of balance thing. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty interesting to watch. That was the Tuesday. The Wednesday we had some massage therapy. Um, we basically started off by doing a warm-up, a.k.a. putting a finger very deep into your back, <laughs> about three inches into your back to be precise. Yeah. Um, he actually uh, let me have a go on Rob. I've pretty much punctured Rob's back. <laughs> Because he did it to me, and he like literally just wrecked my back, so I thought I'm going to get him back. Um, so that was that, and then all right, say back enough times. All right, mate. <laughs> uh, and then um, what else did we do? Yeah, then we just uh, he well he did massage on us. He basically just gave us a lovely massage, and then in the end, damn near broke my spine. I felt literally all my bones in my back and then Vic got like a full on nice back and leg massage and I was like oh yeah I'll get involved with that and then he basically just let you pummel my back and stick your fingers into my ribs and then twisted my back and then squashed me and broke my back yeah Vic got a really nice massage by this was it was it somebody who was like a female a doctor or something or a female technician she just got a really nice no it was the guy calming massage did she yeah Oh, yeah, it was the other guy, wasn't it? Yeah. And then me and Rob got a absolute, like, battering by this guy. <laughs> we got um, absolutely bantered by him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've, I've walked out thinking, 
Well, I, I, was, I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going <laughs> to be paralysed. But it was actually, like, not too bad. Um, yeah, just, I quite enjoyed it. It's just, like, it. a couple it was... of clicks here and there in, in your bones. But that's about it. It was pretty good fun. Um, and then the Thursday, uh, we just had uh, the... What was it called? The um, uh, cupping. cupping. Uh, essentially, um, you, they just put these little jars... Jars? Yeah, they are jars. <laughs> are they? Yeah, they're like... I don't know if that's the right word. They're like jars. glass jars. Yeah, they, they were very spherical glass jars. You could they're... try this at home if you have any empty jam jars. Just <laughs> heat them up with a match it inside a it, and then the lack of oxygen... You put them on your skin straight away, and the lack of oxygen creates a vacuum, Yeah. and it sucks all your skin into the jar, um, you and try just it makes with a, a really perfect glass. circular bruise. Wine glass is a good shout, actually. Yeah, and it would quite look quite good for a picture as well. It would look really cool. Yeah. So that was, we could try that. We could start a clinic. We could. Although um, I'm not sure we might have to pass a few. Um... No, not if we do it in like a, I don't know, the back of. We could do it out of our front window. Because <laughs> it goes straight. Onto but the yeah, street. essentially, it just creates a, a like negative pressure inside the glass, and then sucks all the blood into well, on just under your skin, and, and you I get was a massive. I bruise. was bleeding, wasn't I? I was like actually. It's because Rob never washes, so he just had scabs all over him. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Um, what else? <laughs> um, oh yeah, Vic got. Vic also got yeah. Vic also got like loads of acupuncture and like electrical simulation. Yeah, they as well. put electrodes on the needles, which make your muscles pulsate really weirdly. Yeah, but it looked sort of. I think weird. It must have felt really strange. I think the theory behind the cupping is that all the blood to the skin is meant to, like, start inflammation and yeah. a healing process. I suppose. But then, if you've not in, if you're not injured, then there's nothing to heal. So it basically, just injures you, <laughs> and then heals you again. Yeah. Um, um, and then there was a I lady think... getting acupuncture in her head, which is quite cool to watch. Oh yeah, and um, where was it? Where was she? We watched a video where they just put it in between like their nose and their mouth. Yeah, in like that. They, they, what's that called? Is it frenulum? Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Not sure. That might be the bit under your tongue. Fremulon. <laughs> oh no, that's the thing which sponsors some TV <laughs> But anyway. Um, and they put, one, they put one in the inside. The, like, if, if everyone listening, if you all put your finger in the corner of your eye where you get the sleep in the morning sometimes... That bit is where they put the needle in sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. It, they push your eye to the side laterally and then jam a needle in there. Wait, I, I, that, where, where did you get that from? The lady was telling me about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. um, where did that guy get his done? The one we saw. What guy? Um, the one in the clinic. It was somewhere bizarre. I remember taking a picture. I can't remember where. I don't was know. Was it in, like, just behind his ears? I can't it remember. It might have been. Anyway... So that was traditional Chinese medicine, um, pretty much in a nutshell. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about acupuncture. That's basically yeah, we literally just talked about that for no, the no, last no, five but, minutes. But the theory behind acupuncture is that there's certain energy points, um, and by putting it in certain areas in the body, um, it does something or other. Okay, well, that was a good addition <laughs> to the podcast. Thank you very much. We'll cut that out. Thank you very much, and uh, good night. So during the the two weeks as well, as well as all this going on, in the evenings we were also quite busy. So um, that's why we haven't been able to do any podcasts. We've just pretty been, much yeah. every night we've been doing things. 
trying to make the most of all our time away, really. And so we'd get back and be like, podcast anyone? And, and then me and Earth, well, we would say that, and then we'd also say, no, we're too tired. So, sorry, I'm just going on. <laughs> um, so in the evenings, uh, we've met some of the international students, Aisha and Zoya, so um, I think they've become avid listeners of, listeners they, of the they, show. They're good, good... Um fans of the show now they basically they binge listened to all our podcasts i think in a day so that has got to be some sort of world record <laughs> what binge listening to robin earth yeah i mean that probably is uh, there's not many people doing it so no, shout true. out to them um so they took us out to so many different places in this city um and loads of recommendations um loads and loads of food so we tried so much different yeah. things that was good fun. Um, do you want to give us some examples, Earth? Yeah, so uh, one of the first things we did was we went around uh, the hutongs. Uh, tell me, Rob, what is a hutong? Do you know what? When we were finding a hutong for the first time, like everyone, because I was the one who suggested it because I'd read about it, and no one knew what it was, and everyone was like, oh, Rob, what, what actually is a hutong? Because we had to travel like an hour and a bit to get there. Yeah. And the whole time I was just like, sorry, lads, I don't know, like, it's... It's like a street, is it? I don't know, it's a street. A Chinese traditional street with loads of little shops and cafes. Traditional Chinese street. And I'm pretty sure it was actually. that. That's like what basically what it is, isn't it? It's like a traditional area of the city. Yeah. Which is supposed to have like no big skyscrapers in it. It's just loads of little houses and mm-hmm. shops and stuff. It's like a little enclave and then out. Oh, enclave. Out. Out has sprung little shops, bars and restaurants. <laughs> but um, a couple of years ago, there was this thing where the government bricked up a lot of it um, to basically separate the hutongs from the rest of the city um, because it was like a residential area in the middle of the city sort of thing. So they tried to split it up a bit, um, which because of that, then a lot of the the road, the, like, the street food and roadside things have had to move elsewhere or like go inside the actual houses rather than on the street. Um, so luckily, like, um, Aisha and Zoya knew some of these places where they were, um, so it took us to see them. Insider's knowledge, that's what you need. That is what you need. We've discovered during the last week or so that if you've got insider knowledge, you... Yeah, basically you need contacts if you're going to go to a new city. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to do what we did today... Um, we'll come on to that in a bit, yeah. but you're essentially just going to be walking around very lost. <laughs> but yeah, no, we went, uh, one of the things we did was uh, the hutong, so we went around those. Um, that's where we saw like the numerous snakes and spiders and centipedes, I think I might have mentioned last time yeah. around. So Gareth, if you're still listening, um, still no um, spider burgers or insect burgers. Yeah, we, Although we I did think see we, some already alive. I think last time around we mentioned we ate, like we tried one of every one of them. Oh, and yeah. since we've had people asking if we've actually tried them, we just wanted to clarify we haven't. No, that, <laughs> if that sarcasm didn't come across then, we're sorry. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't try them. So. No. Other things, yeah, we went to this place called Blue Frog, which if anyone is listening... Uh, do go there on a Monday between the times of four and eight. Yeah, I think that's right. Because uh, on a Monday you get uh, buy one uh, bog off burgers, buy one get one free, and bog off drinks, and bog off drinks. So if you go with twice now, once in Beijing, once in Shanghai. Yeah. So of all the city and 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 all the different foods we could try, we decided to 
go and see, go and get some burgers. Yeah, they were but top, they were really good burgers. burgers um, and the the place where it was in Beijing was near the CCTV tower. Um, but it was a really cool shaped building. It was like a um, an L and a U upside down in the sky. So just picture that. Does that work? <laughs> I mean, it works in my mind because I know what the building looks like. But if someone hasn't seen the building, then let us know what what you think the building looks like. <laughs> I guess we could put a photo of it as this particular podcast's background wallpaper. No, we're not okay. doing that. We're not doing that. So <laughs> veto. Um, other things we've done. Uh, we went to a hot pot. Uh, that was a very spontaneous decision, um, and just the three of us decided to go. Me, Robin, Vic, um, like it was. I think it was all in foreign on the wet menu, wasn't it? We couldn't understand. Yeah, and we just decided, oh, let's just go for a hot pot now. Um, and then we just had no idea what we were doing. And then they brought out this massive, um, like bowl of boiling water. And then Rob just put <laughs> sauce into. <laughs> I don't even know what sauce it was. Essentially, it was like, like sesame sauce. sauce or something. I just put that all in the water, so it's just like boiled and then, and then <laughs> really weak boiled. And then sauce. the waitress walked past, and he was like, "No, no, no, no." Then just palmed his forehead and just walked <laughs> off. <laughs> oh dear. So then they gave us a massive bowl of vegetables and we just chucked all these vegetables in and just ate some boiled veg. <laughs> but there was loads of different sauces and stuff and there was some quite... There was some decent stuff in there, but... We the just didn't know... Yeah, we didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So I think so... everyone around us was just putting their palms on their heads. <laughs> What's it you said earlier? <laughs> Putting their hand in their face or something like that. Anyway, they just weren't impressed. And then we went to this jazz bar as well, didn't we, on the Friday? Yeah. We went to a jazz bar, um, which was really cool. It was like the coolest, one of the coolest bars I've been to. Like You walk mm. in and you're just like, this is a pretty standard bar. And there's just like a couple of people and it's really quiet. You go, you go to the back of the shop and go up some little stairs. It looks like you're just going to the toilet. And then there's a whole other bar upstairs. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is a bit cooler now. And, and then, then there's a cupboard right, in the corner. Yeah, the right room. at the corner there was this cupboard thing. And then people just kept walking through. And then so we like, followed through. No, we didn't follow through. <laughs> <laughs> so we opened the cupboard and went in and there's like this whole like two-tier little stage area yeah, like where a there's a jazz door. band in there and it's absolutely packed. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. And then we stayed in there for a good couple of hours. Just yeah. Dancing along to the jazz. Yeah, there was um, a, a good... We were quite lucky there was a good jazz band there. Mm. And Otherwise also, it would have been a bit rubbish. Um, we met Patrick Bank the second. so if you're <laughs> listening, Patrick Bank, then... I mean, if he's listening, I'd give him a fiver. <laughs> he's just not going to be listening. <laughs> no, but it's basically a guy who looks exactly like him. Um, we got a photo. We got a photo with him as well, didn't we? Yeah, I still haven't. I still haven't uh, posted the picture to Patrick. Oh yeah, you need to get on with that, mate. Yeah. Um, Again, if anyone would like to see the photo of me and Rob and Patrick, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to randomly, we went to a death metal concert afterwards. So it was a bit of a contrast, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, I really loved the jazz, and then we went to this absolute hellhole. <laughs> It was quite interesting watching it. It was like people in masks like screaming and stuff. But then you just don't expect that from the Chinese to go to a like death metal band. Like, 
I just you just don't expect that at oh, all. Oh, and before that as well, we had a meal in, in the Hutongs as well, which you haven't spoken about. Oh, yeah, we had no. a biggest pizza in Shanghai. No, it was a different one. Well, that was another thing. We had the biggest pizza in the world. Was it the world? I don't know. I can't you be could the write world. on the walls and stuff. Um, anyway, so this other meal, it was like, like, it was like the third floor, top floor of one of the little Hutong buildings. Oh, and then yeah, we, yeah, we one, yeah, got yeah. some food there and played cards and stuff. Yeah, it was so it's like me, three Earth and strangers. Vic, me, Earth and Vic, Zoya, um, Usama. Yeah, Usama is um, one of Zoya's mates. So, and then, international school person. Yeah, and then student. Usama brought his girlfriend, which we didn't know. And, and then, then she brought her, her friend, friend, which we didn't know. And then she'd also brought her friend. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so there was essentially just, no one really knew each other. It was essentially four people meeting another four people <laughs> <laughs> and just having a meal together. But it was quite good fun. I enjoyed it. So the last day quickly came around and we were um, told to just prepare a PowerPoint to present to basically everyone who was there at the start in the opening ceremony about what we'd learnt, uh, our experiences and what we sort of found difference between here and the UK. Yeah, so we were the, supposed to be doing a 15 minute PowerPoint presentation. But then Rob just rambled on yeah. and on and I on. I was just saying so much interesting stuff and up You going. said interesting about 16,000 times in that presentation. Everyone was just like yawning, I think, by the time you'd finished. <laughs> no, they probably also thought it was interesting. <laughs> like, I came up with a theory, if you say interesting enough times, then everyone will eventually believe you that it's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, so our, our presentation was about 50 minutes long. Um, but that's also because the guy had to translate it as well, so it was, that added a bit of time on. About five minutes. No, more than five minutes. <laughs> But yeah, no, we did a presentation that was hunky dory. Then we moved on. Uh, well, we went. Yeah, we just had like a picture and stuff. Um, like usual, we got certificates given to us uh, and um, a a stamp collection as well, what? Uh, which was yeah, in our little packet. It was a stamp collection. A uh, what? A stamp collection. I haven't seen that. All right. Well, someone's paid great attention to the gifts we received. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we got those two things and a certificate. And then we went out for lunch, didn't we? Yeah, we initially thought that was going to be the end of it, so we made plans. But then, um, about half an hour later, Big Mike gave us a, a, another cheeky ring. <laughs> and he said, yeah, we're going to go out afterwards um, with Jane. Uh, as she couldn't, yeah, she couldn't uh, be there herself because she had an important meeting. But um, she said once that was over, we were going to go for a meal. So then we got ready again and went out around midday-ish. Had a, a lovely Japanese meal this time around. So we've tried pretty much everything, really. Yeah, Korean, Japanese, Chinese, British, American. Yep. Um, I don't think we've had Italian. We've had Indian. So coming up next, we have our first ever phone guests ever. So hang on to your seats. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our first edition oh, of Who Wants to Be? One Mil Yuan Air. Yeah. Fastest finger first. So I'd like you to put these four numbers in order 
one, seven, three, ten. Start. And we've finished. <laughs> and let's see how many contestants have got that right. That's two contestants. So the correct answer was one, three, seven, ten. And well oh, done for all you listeners at home if you also got that right. <laughs> and our next contestants who are the fastest are our only people in the audience and in the quiz. <laughs> Charlie and Frank, well done. Yes, yes. I've as well. You've, you've, oh, can you, you can double check it. <laughs> you've done well there to get uh, those answers right in just 4.3 seconds. <laughs> oh right. Okay. Ding dong. And our first our first ever contestants are Charlie and Frank. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi. Where who are you? <laughs> I'm Charlie, sorry guys. I've I, I had technical issues but it's uh connected again. Okay, good. Hi, I'm Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie, where are you from? I'm from Dorset. Uh, yeah, I'm from Sherborne, Dorset. Okay. And what are you going to do with your one mil yuan? My, my, my one million yuan. I'll probably convert it into pounds and invest it in a nice sensible ISA. <laughs> that is very sensible. <laughs> Wouldn't have expected anything less. <laughs> what about you, Frank? What are you going to spend it all on? Uh, drugs and booze. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I was expecting that. <laughs> yeah, okay. That sounds about right. So, are you ready to get started? The first question is for 10 yuan, which is about 95p. <laughs> We're going to do it. Okay. Yeah, man. Go. So, you've got four lifelines. I am your lifelines for today. So, Irfan is 50-50, phone a friend. He's the audience, and he's... Well, I guess we both are Ask the Host. Yeah. But you can't guarantee we're going to get it right because we're just making up the questions. Okay, first question. Um, who is the biggest man on the world? <laughs> is it A, Irfan? Is it B, Pitbull? Is it C, Vin Diesel, or is it D, Prince Harry? Pitbull, like five foot five or whatever. Biggest man, is is this the tallest guy out the lot, or is it like the biggest man in the world, like the biggest? For this question, we are going by muscle mass multiplied by height. Yeah, so I should have um, should have made that a bit more clear at the start. Divided by age. Well, if I had to make, if I had to make a show, I got Prince Harry. Really? I'll go Vin Diesel. He's got a bit of muscle mass. Uh, I'm just going by height. Um, <laughs> but Pitbull's Mr. International, so we got to think about that as well. <laughs> no, it's Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to have to push oh, you to, to make an answer. Oh, right. You do have four lifelines remaining if you do want to use them. Nah, I, I, well, this question is tricky because you guys say just like, 
Biggest, the fan biggest man. <laughs> He's done it already. <laughs> Muscle mass divided by <laughs> height. Yeah, uh, multiplied uh, by height. height. Divided by age. <laughs> What's age got to do with it? <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> it's got to be Vin Diesel. Is that your final answer? Vin Harry isn't very muscular. Yeah, but it's, it's like... Uh, okay, this is going to go like uh, continental Europe. He's 186 centimetres up. Vin yeah, Diesel is 182. How do you know that? I'm going to have to push uh, you to an no, answer, no. right? <laughs> <laughs> What's your final answer? Shall we go, Shall we go Vin? We'll go Vin. Okay, your final answer is Vin Diesel. Yeah. You have just... One... Ten yeah. yuan. <laughs> That is, that is good effort, guys. Okay, and now we're going to do a, have a quick ad break, so don't go away. After one question. Because <laughs> <laughs> you took so long to answer. <laughs> so we talked about it earlier on. We went to Aisha's house for uh, a meal, uh, which was which they made. And we well, co-partly co made. You chopped about, what did you chop? Like, tried to chop some coriander, <laughs> but miserably failed. That was the worst attempt at chopping anything I've ever seen. Basically, you would have been better off trying to chop it with a spoon or a chopstick. The knife wasn't very sharp, what can I say? Um, I chopped up. A tomato into the smallest pieces. Zoya wasn't very happy with your chopping. No one mate. was. I chopped them up so well. Everyone... It was it was horrific, mate. That, that better than your that tomato. That tomato got butchered. If I was that tomato, I'd be well unimpressed at your butchering skills. Also, if you if you like cooking eggplant, 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 or aubergine, then you can. Did you know you can just chuck it on the hob? And just set basically set fire to it, and it was quite delicious. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, yeah, what did we have? And then um, we made that bread, like flatbread. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool as well. Um, and some um, curry. It was, it was all pretty delicious. We had like the homemade hummus thing as well. Yeah, that was very nice. I don't, I didn't like hummus up until that. And this point. dip as well. That was a, a life changing moment there. So. I'm now a big fan of hummus. So again, thank you, Zoya and Aisha, for you should get changing that on a my life. Get on a t-shirt. <laughs> Although if you got it in a t-shirt in China, it's probably say something like, I am the dream it possible hummus man. <laughs> Literally nothing also, we've been, we've been taking random pictures of people here and there with great translations on their t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, we've got really a good fun. Lost in Translation this week as well. Oh, the one from the lift earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. That there's been, there's been so many. We've just lost track and have not really taken Yeah, they get less funny now. because we see them so much. <laughs> But um, I'm sure to other people it'd be funny. So yeah. Maybe we'll bring up a couple um, of What else have we done that week? Oh, yeah, we went to the pool as well. We went to the pool. We played quite a lot of games. Um, I believe the Rob, final score was 3-1. Or was about it About 8 nil. No, I won. <laughs> and also, we played again when we got to Shanghai. I, I literally played about 15 games that day. But I'm, oh, getting, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. getting ahead of ourselves. We haven't even got to... We only Stop left confusing. Beijing. Yeah. The listeners, mate... 
So the next question is for 500,000 yuan. <laughs> just just quick, just quickly. Frank, do you think we should cash out with our 95p? You can't. Definitely. You have to go to the <laughs> second well question. You can take the check. How many Fredos is that? How many what? How many Fredos is that? Oh, like three. <laughs> three. Yeah, Not you me. can get three Fredos for that. <laughs> right, I think nah, it's time for the second good. question. Question number two. Which of these temples is in Tiananmen Square? Number one, the, the temple of heaven on earth. Number two, the temple of the king. Number three, the temple of Jing Shan Gong Yuan. And number four, the temple of heavenly peace. And number five, there's only four on there, mate. I know, but number five, the temple of. Oh, hang on. Number five, <laughs> the palace of compassion and tranquility. I'm going to say the temple of heaven. Earthman, have you been to this temple by any chance? Have I been into this temple? Or have you seen it? Is, uh, it in, in, is it in China? Are you using up one of your um, lifelines for this question? This counts as a phone well, a friend. Yeah, but I want to know if you've been there, and then if you haven't, I won't ask you. But if you have, it might be a... Oh, I mean, you're going to have to you're gonna have to use a lifeline for that, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, dear. Frank, what do you think? Are you sure it's Temple of Heaven? Uh, I'm currently cheating, so hang on, give me two secs. Oh, I'm <laughs> We've got a Charles Ingram. Uh, yeah, it's definitely Temple of uh, Heaven in Beijing. <laughs> okay. It's really pretty as well. Are you going to find a friend or are you going to go for a Temple of Heaven? I think we've got to go for Temple of Heaven if Frank, uh, Frank is very knowledgeable with his geography. True. So that's your final answer, is it? A firm. Okay, so you have just lost one five hundred thousand yuan. Oh no! The correct oh. answer was the um, palace of, of um, compassion and tranquility. Oh, I'm tem- sorry, guys. The temple of heaven is in China, is in Beijing, but it. You've been, you've been you've been great contestants, but I'm afraid you leave with nothing. You, you've lost all your money. Oh, that's a disaster! <laughs> <laughs> Bad luck, chaps. Thank you for coming on the show. Have you got any shout-outs for any of your mates? Yeah, to my dog Rosie. Oh, cute. <laughs> Is Rosie an avid listener of Rob and Earth Do Some Talking? I, I don't think she understands English, but I'm sure she would. Oh, and also Big Sue's. Oh, yes. 
All right, chaps. So that was the end of Who Wants to Be One Millionaire? So I was scrolling through um, Instagram the other day and I saw that one of my mates had started a rival podcast. Um, I don't know her very well, so I'm not going to name her. But um, You are going to rinse her, however. Yeah, we, we saw this thing and um, listened to a bit of the podcast and they've got a thing on it about where all over the world they had their listeners. And it's probably about four, well, there was about five or six countries on there, wasn't there? Yeah. And um, yeah... It's basically just an exact copy of ours, the first bit. But obviously much, much more lame. <laughs> Nowhere near as good as us. Yeah. So hopefully they're not listening to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty lame. So we've decided to get get a list of all the countries where people are so listening. I, I don't know them, so I can just rinse them as much as I want, mate. Yeah, you can. That's fine. As long as I'm not getting... Um, any of the blame. So we've got a list of all the countries where where people are listening from. And if you're not on this list or you want to add to the list, then send us a message at Rob and Earth do some talking at We're better than them dot com. Okay, that'll do. Um, so just let us know which country you're listening from um, and we'll add you to the list. So so far we've got Australia, Mauritius slash Bali, that's Emma. Um, she wanted a shout out for this podcast. So, hello, Emma, if you're listening. Hello. <laughs> um, St. Vincent in the Caribbean. Where's Sam and Paul and that? Are they listening? They're in South America somewhere. They're just South- travelling. South America or like Cuba or something. I think Mexico, possibly. Oh, Mexico. Safe. No, UK, obviously. So, Wales. But Sam isn't England. actually listening, so... What, is he not? No, I don't think so. He said he was behind Outrageous. on them. Dearing me. Um, China, obviously. Yeah, got a big fan base here. We have France, Germany. Yeah, Phoebe's in France. My sister's in Germany, Sri Lanka, and Nepal. Uh, which brings us onto, sh- well, shout outs, more shout outs. Yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, so I got a message from uh, Elizabeth Wickens. She says, Elizabeth. Uh, uh, she says, Hello, really enjoying the podcast. So glad you're loving life in China. I'm in Nepal, so we're basically neighbours, if you're still in China, that is. Which we are. We are. Uh, Something I thought you'd find funny. My mum has picked up on the podcast, unsurprisingly, as that seems to be a big demographic for you. And so has my sister. We have been a big hit with the mums. Yeah, it's it's been more mums than I thought. Maybe we should go to Mumfest next year. (laughs) Uh, so, so is my sister. So I asked them what they thought you and Rob looked like from hearing you talk. My sister imagines you as being ginger with glasses. My mum thought you'd have dark curly hair as you're Welsh and Rob would be alternative looking in, uh, in like quotation marks. Don't know they, what that means. They think you'd, you'd both be skinny because you couldn't open the crisp packets. <laughs> which brings us on to the next um, thing, which is... If you don't know what we look like, I basically look like David Beckham. Well, that was my one. No, I, I'm David I, Beckham. All right, fine. I look like... Um, <laughs> I, I had David Beckham up my sleeve. Nah, mate. Got David Beckham oh, on point, mate. We both look like David Beckham. <laughs> look I know. I was, I was, I was going to say I look like Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, that was it. And I was yeah. David Beckham. Yeah. 
Just Tom Cruise, uh, just a bit more muscly. We're just a... <laughs> We're just a couple of lookalikes. Um, and then, and then uh, it goes on. Um, sadly, she didn't elaborate on what alternative looking means. Um, yeah, so shout out to the uh, Wiccans household, Amanda and Emily, and uh, Neil as well. Uh, apparently, they're all listening in, so thank you for, thank you for listening in. Hello. We everyone. hope you're enjoying the show. Yeah. Good, to, good to know we're appealing to the families as well as <laughs> just the mums. Um, we've got some more shout-outs. Do you That's want to do actually a, a good thing. If we, if we wear the mums down, then eventually they'll spread, <laughs> it, they'll spread it on to the rest of their families. And eventually we'll take over the household. Uh, do you, have you got any shout-outs you want to do? Um, not really, just lots of people messaging saying... Where's your podcast? Yeah, we've had quite a few of those. Um, I've got another one from a certain person. I was going to do a better... Sorry to interrupt. I was going to do a better shout-out to Emma. um, But um, she hasn't... It's not a shout-out to your girlfriend day-to-day, mate. I asked her to contribute something and I haven't had much, so... (laughs) Maybe one day. Uh, A certain Dan Morris has uh, written in to say, A question for Robin Earth. Loving the show, boys. I've just started learning Chinese on Duolingo and it's very hard. How are you getting on with your Chinese? Do you have any tips? Do you use any language learning apps? And what is your favourite character that you have learnt so far? Rob, what is your favourite character? Oh, that's a difficult one. Better. In terms of characters, I have Oh, we really... forgot to say America for the thing, obviously, because of the America, because like Dan and... Oh, yeah, yeah. That adds us, what... How many countries now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten countries. Yeah, so if rival podcasters, if you're listening, then you can just sit down. To be fair, there's probably more people around the world listening, but we yeah. just don't know where you are. We've Do gone, write to us, let us know you're listening. We've gone global, lads. Yeah. Um, going back to the characters, have you learnt any characters? Um, yeah, you know I know what, a few. You know what noodles is? Yeah, Mian. I knew that earlier. I recognised yeah. on the menu. Uh, could you describe what numbers. it looks like to us? Um, it look. I always think the reason how I remember it is because it looks like a shop, like till with a little thing on the top. So it's a rectangle with like a cross in the middle, and then there's a little stalk coming up the top, yeah. a bit like a Teletubby, but the Teletubby's flat. <laughs> and then, um, so it looks like a TV with a scales on the top. Yeah. Um, sorry, that was like four things in one. But anyway, that's quite a good. We've learnt how to write our names. Yeah, but I can't remember that. Mine just looks like a face with a really long moustache. <laughs> a square moustache. Um, um, to be I fair... I know the, the, character for Ni- the characters for Nihal. To be fair, in terms of characters, I haven't bothered. Um, because it's just... Well, there's a million... Yeah. Uh, possibilities they're, they're like on it, every one though. character. Yeah. You can work it out. Um, and in terms of apps, uh, I started using Duolingo, but I must advise just just don't bother. You had quite a good one that was giving you tips every day about Chinese culture. Yes. I yeah I downloaded loads of apps, um, but I hated Duolingo because it was just so random. It just jumps from counting one six and eighty three, and then just tells you about cheese and handmade pottery like, I'm not interested in that just teach me the basics no I thought it was alright but um, I found it hard to apply it to actual Chinese conversation because in Duolingo they're really clear when they speak but Chinese people speak like really fast really really fast yeah. like they really need the toilet and they've got to go <laughs> 
Oh, dear me. Um, yeah, so in terms of apps, uh, I just go online and just, like, I've just downloaded, like, phrase books and stuff. There's yeah. some good phrase books online. Um, just PDFs. Um, I've, yeah, I don't, I haven't really, like, used that much in recent times. There was a, a moment where I realised I'm just not going to learn anything in two weeks, so. Yeah. Although I have learned, I think I've learned a lot since I came which yeah. wasn't I haven't been on Duolingo since I got here I don't yeah think. but because um, I didn't know what was important but now I know that ordering food is probably the most important thing yeah um, in terms of other shout outs I can't really think much more uh, Joel can stop pestering me about his ducks because now he's going to have listened to it we didn't go to Nanjing Soz no but we did go elsewhere, and we'll do that in the second half of this I haven't got any more voice messages either, which is... Yeah, send us voice messages, people. Come on. Because we can actually play them instead of just uh, just reading them out. Yeah. Like, it is good reading stuff out, and it's quite funny, but... You just get to listen to me. Yeah, it's just Irfan's voice, which is, it just goes on a bit sometimes, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for that section. Thank you very much. We also went to the Olympic Park, which was terrible. <laughs> it was just the worst. Like, we got there. It took us, like, two hours to get there on the subway, which is another name for the tube. And um, we got there, and there was just basically just fences on fences on fences. So we couldn't even get into the Olympic Park. We were just wandering around the motorway for, like, an hour. Yeah, we... And then we was... had to come back because the subway was going to shut. Yeah, so we we sort of, again, spontaneously decided to go to the Olympic Park because we'd already been to everywhere else. No, not and everywhere, then, just the place which we were planning on going to. Yeah, well, we were going to go to um, San Latourne, weren't we? But then yeah. We saw, well, let's go to the um, Olympic Park instead. And so we decided to get off one stop early uh, and walk the rest of the way, which was a bad decision in hindsight because we should have actually got off at the Olympic stop. Yeah. Uh, Olympic Park stop. So um, if you want to go to the Olympic Park, then just get the subway to the Olympic Park railway station. Yeah. Because that's what we were going to do, and then we didn't. Yeah, and then we just ended up walking alongside a motorway and then crossing the motorway on this bridge, which was like six miles away. Yeah. And then at the end of it all, we couldn't actually go anywhere, so then we literally, I think, walked about a good five The highlight back. of that evening was seeing that guy singing in the tunnel. Yeah, there was a guy just, there's this really long tunnel and this guy just practising for something. Um, it was good acoustics in that tunnel, I should say. Hmm, it was. One thing we did on one of the last few nights, I think it was on Thursday, the last Thursday in Beijing, is we got a succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> so we had some Peking duck. Shout out to Joel there, if he's... Massive duck fan. Yeah. Um, it was pretty delicious. It, it was, was very really succulent. It was really good. We had so, so much food. Um, Phaedra and Andy, two of the students at CMU, um, took us out for this dinner because it was our last night. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we all just sat there. It was really nice, actually, wasn't it? It was a really nice meal. They ordered, like, loads of food, um... And then, yeah, we tried the duck, and it was just so tender, exquisitely made. The skin was very crisp, 
and the meal itself was just gorgeous. I think that pretty much sums up. <laughs> and then Andy also brought some uh, alcohol as well. Oh yeah, you had some of that by the what's it called again? Uh, by Joe. By Joe. By Joe. B Joe. I don't know. But, but anyway, but it's that like fifty six percent alcohol, which Rob was necking. <laughs> I wasn't. I had like Andy, one Andy. shot of it and I almost died. Andy like, was just. My throat closed up. <laughs> but yeah, Andy was Andy, just drinking it like water. Yeah, Andy was loving it. And also, he had an exam the next day and he just like brought this drink and just had like shots just. As you do. And yeah. then cycled home after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was cycling back after. I wonder if there was any incidents of that. Well, he did message us later that night saying he, to. Run keeping touch. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of part one. So tune in again soon because we'll be recording part two on the train down to Hong Kong tomorrow. I don't know why we've made it part one and part two because essentially it's just two different podcasts. Well, that then it makes it easier to make it all up to date because now that we've said this we'll be forced into doing this on the train tomorrow ah I see very good good Mind thinking that games so see you I mean not see you but um, speak to you all tomorrow well they'll they'll just be listening to us and not tomorrow because it'll be yeah anyway so just just listen don't out. get bogged down with the technicalities <laughs> <laughs> ta-ta and farewell Ta-da! It's going down. <laughs> 各位旅客，大家好。为营造诚实守信、文明乘车的良好氛围，依据国家相关部委，关于在一定期限内适当限制特定严重失信人乘坐火车，推动社会信用体系建设意见的规定，对扰乱战车秩序、在吸烟区吸烟或无票越席乘车拒不补票等行为。铁路部门将依法采取限制其购买车票的措施，并上报地方征信部门，记入个人信用信息系统。为避免对个人信用造成影响，请自觉遵守有关规定，维护战车运营秩序。旅客们，本次列车全列禁烟，如有违反者，乘警将依据《铁路安全管理条例》进行处罚。本次列车全列禁烟，如有违反者，乘警将依据《铁路安全管理条例》进行处罚。啊，车票出示一下。我 tickets。